Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Unity of Farmington Hills and welcome to all of you who are visiting us today for our online worship service. For those of you who do not know me, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. I'm the senior minister at Unity of Farmington Hills. I want to give a shout out to our music team for the leading us in that opening congregational song. It was awesome. <laughs> 
and a wonderful way to usher in the worship, sir, the spirit of worship. So I thank you, Nicholas, Laurel, Michael, Carl, and Lauren for that performance. And then Lauren, I thank you for providing the lyrics so that we could sing along with you all. I'm going to share our announcements for today, and then we will continue with our service. First of all, I want to thank everybody who participated yesterday in our family trivia game night. It was um, a lot of fun. Eileen's already working on the next one. As soon as we have that, the details for that finalized, I will let you know when it is. Our Sunday fellowship gathering is today at 11 a.m. And I invite you all to join us, even if you are not a member. Drop in and fellowship with us. Our weekly Zoom house party is tomorrow at 1 p.m. And you are all welcome to join us, to connect with us, to check in, to be inspired, and to laugh. <laughs> Most of all, to laugh. Our Wednesday afternoon, I mean, on Wednesday afternoon, we have Bible study at 1 p.m. for those of you who are interested in going into a deeper spiritual meaning of Scripture. Our weekly meditation is on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. And you are all welcome to join us for this sacred time of communion with God. Our next women's group is on March 7th. That is the first Sunday in March. It will be at 3 p.m. instead of 2 p.m. So please mark your calendars for that time change of 3 p.m. Melanie Porch Donahue, who has been a guest speaker at our church a couple times, will be leading a discussion and presenta a presentation and discussion on grief. She's a, a, a wonderful grief counselor and therapist, and I have a feeling it's going to be an awesome presentation. Our critical conversations meetings will resume on March 8th. 8th, which is the next, which will be that Monday after the women's group at 7 p.m. We will begin with a video on how racism began, and then we'll have a discussion. Instead of meeting every Monday, this time around, we're going to meet every second and fourth Monday of the month. For the links to all of our activities, classes, groups, group meetings, and events, or to sign up for our email blast please visit our website at unityfh.com. Check the homepage, and if you don't see what you're looking for there, you may go to the calendar of events. Everything's listed in that as well. And if you would like to schedule an appointment with me during my office hours, which are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., you may uh, email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com, or you can call me at 248-737-9191. If I don't leave a message, I mean, if I don't answer the phone, please leave a message. I will return your call. For prayer requests, you may now email our, our prayer chaplains who are Roxanne Berry and Eileen Lindbergh at prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. And after we have prayed for you, your prayer request will be sent to Silent Unity for another 30 days of being held in prayer vigil. That concludes our announcements for today. And now as we sing with our music team, Surely the Presence, allow yourself to quiet down in your heart and your mind to hear the daily word and the opening prayer. 
daily word for today, which is the first Sunday of the Lenten season, February 21st, 2021, is let go, let God. The affirmation reads, I do what is mine to do and release the rest. Will you affirm that with me, please? I do what is mine to do and release the rest. The message reads, Over the years, I have accepted more and more responsibility as I have grown in maturity, maturity and experience. I have also grown in wisdom as I am able to discern what is mine to do. I have learned what to, do, what to take on and what to leave for others. I have also learned not to exhaust myself by taking on too many commitments. Perhaps most important, I know when to use my will and determination to make things happen and when to let go. I recall times in my life when I felt frustrated that events did not unfold the way I had expected. I can now see how they unfold perfectly, often in ways better than I could have imagined. I now let go easily, trusting in that perfection. The scripture for today comes from Acts chapter 13, verse 28. In him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said, for we too are his offspring. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And now allow your focus, your consciousness, to float right down into the center of your chest, which is your heart center. And as we tap into the presence of God within us, we acknowledge God to be that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe. You are God, the good omnipotent. And because we are one with you, God, we are good as well. I like to say that you are absolute good, absolutely, and we are absolute good, absolutely as well. And so as we move into a space of acknowledging your presence within us and within this worship service, we thank you for opening us up more deeply to hear your message, to understand it deeply, and to move into being the expression of it in our lives. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we pray. We thank you, God, for answering it. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our, growth, our UFH growth affirmation together, knowing that it is working and thanking God for that. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity troop, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving, 
and compassionate, spirit-filled world. Thanks for affirming that with me. And now we're going to have our first special song entitled, entitled Don't Give Up. It'll be led by Lauren, and I will be back with our message for today. This time your heart said it's had enough Sick and tired of everything that's so messed up
Thank you, Lauren, for that song. Thank you, Nicholas, Laurel, Michael, and Carl for accompanying him. And thank you for the video, Lauren, that you put to that song. The whole thing was amazing. I love the song, the performance, the video, beautiful. And the message, perfect. Perfect for what's going on today and perfect for today's talk. Thank you again. So today is the first Sunday in the Lenten season. And Lent is a season, a sacred time um, between Ash Wednesday, which was last Wednesday, and the Saturday before Easter that is a time of fasting and prayer and repentance. And, and it's a powerful time. A lot of people end up giving up a food or giving up um, a can some type of candy or sweets, period, or a certain behavior, um, or doing something fun that they love to do. And the, the, those are powerful ways to honor this sacred time. And I, I believe the most sacred way that we can honor or observe the Lenten season is to release all of the thoughts, the beliefs, the feelings, the words that we say and the actions that are out of alignment with God, no longer serving us, dysfunctional in some way, unloving, whatever it is that distracts us and keeps us from living our highest and greatest good. Those parts of our consciousness we fast from and end up leaving beside permanently. So we fast from them. And then when Good Friday comes, we, we crucify them. We completely detach ourselves from the consciousness of the, those, uh, that part of our consciousness. And then we resurrect on Easter Sunday into a higher expression of ourself that is more rooted in the consciousness of God. And so the song that was saying, don't give up, that, that Lauren sang today was a powerful song and it connects with what I want to speak on today. And so today I want to speak on the strength of God. And as we think about what's going on in the world today with the coronavirus pandemic, with the Black Lives Matter movement because of systemic racism and unjust um, social unjust injustice going on in the world and with the economic crisis and with other areas in, um, in our lives that we are going through right now. There is a lot of uh, anxiety that, we, that uh, we're feeling in society. There's a lot of people who are depressed. There's a lot of people who are totally afraid and uh, paranoid or... Um, just so lonely and afraid that those emotions are keeping them from having a harmonious and peaceful quality of life. And so I say to you that this is a perfect time to fast from those feelings, fast from those emotions, release them and let them go because they are not serving you. They are creating in you uh, a source of darkness, a source of low vibration and moving you into a weak, weak sense, a, a weak feeling, a weak energy in your mind, in your body, in your emotions, in, and, and 
um, in your expression of God. And so as I speak on the strength of God, there is a way that we can release, that we can use the strength of God to release those feelings, those thoughts, those emotions, those, be those behaviors, even through Lent, there's a way we can release those things in order to move through this and fast from them until it is that we move into a healthier state of, state of the world where the pandemic, the pandemic is over and then we and the systemic racism and all of that has been dismantled and there's been a construction of a harmonious society where there's equality where there's diverse an expression of diversity and when there where there's an expression of inclusivity in the world in the United States and where the economy is thriving and doing flourishing and doing well and where businesses are are, are opened up again and where we're able to walk in society and, and live together out in the open. There's, there's ways for us to release the fear and step into those, step into a higher expression of harmony that leads to a healthier situation. And so as I Meditated on that. The scripture that came to me is comes from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. And it's and it and I'm reading it from the New Living Translation. It says, But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And so as we think about this situation the way to live in the strength of God is to trust in God to trust in God and when you trust in God you renew your strength which what what and what that means is you shift from your physical strength into the spiritual strength of God you tap into more fully and intentionally tap into the strength of God and begin to live in the strength of God, walk in the strength of God and manifest through the strength of God. And so how do we develop this trust in God? Well, you can only fully develop a trust in God if when you develop a relationship with God. And that's connected to the greatest two commandments that Jesus gave us. Love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. That is the, the first and greatest commandment is the one that we tap into when we learn to trust in God. And as you trust in God and you start to pray more, you turn over the circumstances to God. You let go of trying to handle it yourself with your human strength and you tap into God. And as you tap into God, God renews your spiritual, awakens you into your spiritual strength. You get your second wind, which is that spiritual strength inside of you. And you are moved to a higher vibration on being able to do what is yours to do. 
And so what is ours to do when we are in a crisis and we've trusted in God and we've been renewed in the strength of the of of the Lord in the strength of God? What we do is it says those who trust in the Lord will will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. Now to soar high me, you know, eagles, when they glide, they glide like kites in the air, but they go up so high. They get this panoramic view, a huge perspective of, of the world. It's a higher consciousness, a higher way of seeing things. And when we, when we trust in God, and our strength is renewed and we begin to live in the strength of God. We awaken to a spiritual expression of spiritual e where emotions don't affect us. We stay in a state of peace because we come from a strength that is rooted in seeing the from the perspective of spiritual truth. Our mental strength is is heightened. And we begin to see through the perspective of spiritual principles and truth. And then you get convicted by it and you get you commit to it even stronger. You commit to see only the truth in the situation. That's what God strengthens us to do, to see only the truth in the situation. And when you see only the truth in the situation, you do not live from emotional perspective. You live from truth perspective. And when you live from truth perspective, you're strongly rooted in the spirit of God, because every time you think on your circumstance, you're thinking from the truth and the truth always strengthens you. Because you're trusting in what God is, which is the truth. When you when you're thinking from the truth, you're thinking on all things that are God. And when you're thinking on all things that are God, your words that you pray, when you sit with God, when you talk to God, when you walk with God, all of it is rooted in the spiritual mental strength of who you are. So your quality of mind enables you to lead and walk in the consciousness of Christ. You are led, you have the strength to accomplish that which is yours to do, which you know because you trust God. And as you trust God, you're tapped into what God is guiding you to do. And you follow God all the way through to the end of what it is, is that goal, that purpose that God has for you. And as you do it, as you're tapped in, tuned in and turned on, as Abraham Hicks says, as you do that, you are walking more powerfully in your own character. You're stable in your character. What no one says to you will affect you or move you off your center because your center is rooted in God. So that's the first thing you rise up to a higher perspective. And in that higher perspective, you're rooted more deeply in the spirit strength of God, the strength of God. And the next thing that happens is that it says that they will run and not grow weary. So there are times that things will happen quickly and things will just shift. My son um, just bought a house and it went really quickly. It went quicker than he thought it was going to go. He was rooted in God. He trusted God. He and his fiance trusted God. And as they trusted God, everything ran smoothly. And so what this means is 
When you learn to live in the strength of the Lord, when you learn to live in the strength of God, when you learn to trust God, you learn to do that during all circumstances, not just a crisis circumstance. And when you do it through all circumstances, you see the strength of God working in your life, in all levels of your life, in every area of your life. And even when you're going through what would be a crisis, you're still rooted and prepared because you've practiced it through every other situation in your life. And so the whatever, it'll run smoothly during uh, uh, times that are peaceful and it'll run smoothly during times that are difficult. And when that happens, it, 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 I remember my mom uh, was lifting, we were, uh, when I was growing up, I, we were, I think I was around, I was around 19 or 20 and she was pulling up one of the storm window and she was trying to bring down the screen in the kitchen. And when she went to bring down the screen, she accidentally hit the storm window and it came down and smashed her finger and, and her finger was dangling. And I was, I'd already been practicing having a relationship with God. And I know it was God that gave me that emotional strength, not to freak out because I went and I just, I had already, I had already had a first aid uh, class and I had known what to do. So I took a, 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 um, kitchen towel wrapped her hand her finger and everything we knew my dad was on his way home he'd be home in a couple minutes and so I held had her hold her arm, hand up and I had and I just was talking to her in peace telling her not to look at it and I sh and I sat with her and then when my dad came up which was only about five minutes later t 10 or so 10 minutes or so I helped her walk I walked her out to the car she sat in the car my dad took her to emergency and it was after that <laughs> that I freaked out I freaked out but in the midst of it, I was emotionally strong and at peace because I was rooted and I trusted God to show me what was mine to do and to give me the strength to do it. I had the strength emotionally, I had the strength physically, and I had the strength mentally to know what to do in that situation to help my mom through that circumstance. And the, and the other thing that happens is that sometimes Things hit back to back to back to back like we've had in this last year of the pandemic and also going through watching time after time this violence, police brutality and all of these op uh, uh, exp expressions of violence in the world. Back to back to back. And then there's been times in people's lives where there's one family I heard lost about five people to, to the coronavirus. And then there's families that have been in a crisis of losing their job and then not getting enough money to, to uh, take care of uh, feeding their family. And, you know, just in a crisis back to back to back to back too. And so sometimes you're bogged down where things do not you do not move through things smooth quickly. You end up walking through it slowly. And that's what we're going through. We've been going through this crisis, this pandemic for over a year. Black and brown people have been living through racism for over 400 years. It, this is a journey where we, God, uh, we walk and do not faint because the, we tap into trusting God and God gives us the strength, the spiritual strength to be resilient enough to endure and persevere and still do what is ours to do, even though the progress is slow. 
And God still does what God, what is God's to do in the process of it. And so as we move through these things, one of the things that is important to remember is that God will never give up on you. So it's important to never give up on God. Don't give up. I was listening to this, <laughs> this, Joe, this story about this uh, pilot who was uh, riding, a, he was in the middle of piloting a plane, had passengers and everything, and the, something started happening with the uh, controls. And he, there was only one parachute on the airplane. He put the parachute on and he was about to jump. And the passenger said, hey, where are you going? What are you doing? He said, I'm going to get some help. I'll be right back. And he jumps. <laughs> it abandons ship or abandons the airplane. God would never do that. <laughs> God will never abandon us. God is right in the midst of our circumstances, co-creating with us. God is the omnipre omnipresence. So there, ev God is everywhere present. In the midst of you, which is the imminence of God, which is that intimate relationship that you have with God, that God, you feel and experience the presence of God within you. And then the transcendence and present in the outside, in the world, outside world, which is the transcendence of God. And as you tap into and trust God from the inside, praying with God, meditating with God, talking to God, acknowledging God, feeling God's guidance and following God's guidance, dating God, whatever you do, letting it be with the acknowledgement and the presence that God in the an awareness and intention that God is there. You experience that imminence of God. It shifts you in the circumstance. And then the transcendence of God, which is in the outer world, shifts the outer circumstance. You co-create your experience with God. That is what we're here to do, to co-create heaven on earth from the inside out. So as we go through this experience of this pandemic, as we go through this experience of moving through the Black Lives Matter movement, as we go through this experience of the economic crisis, as we go through this experience of everything that is culminating in what's going on in, the, in today, in, in, in our lives today, living with masks, washing our hands all the time, living six feet distances, social distancing, being safe, it is best to do it fully aware of the presence of God in you, tapping into the strength of God in you, even when the times are going well. Because when you do it, when the times are going well, it'll be easier to do it when the time is, not, is difficult. So to activate our spiritual strength, which is the Christ in you, begin to trust in God more fully. Go deeper in your relationship with God. Even if you have a strong relationship with God, you can still go deeper. Just like a marriage goes deeper as years go by, just like relationships with friends, families, in your families and partnerships go uh, strength, get stronger as the years go by. Let this relationship in you go stronger let the Christ in you be like the Christ that was in Jesus where Jesus knew that every word that he said was the word of God that everything he did was God working through him and he did it through the strength of God and we are here to do it through the strength of God as well living together in harmony
encouraging each other to live in the strength of God. <laughs> we can do this. Don't give up on God. Live in the strength of God and let God's strength manifest and be renewed in you. Get your second win right now. I encourage you to trust God. Let God renew your strength where you get your second win, where you tap into the strength of God and you move into a higher expression of living from the spiritual expression of God, where you're mentally tapped, tapped into the strength of God. You're spiritually tapped into the strength of God and your emotions and every aspect of you is tapped into the strength of God that you see from a higher perspective and hear what is yours to do. Commit to what is yours to do. Follow through with what, what, what is yours to do and commit to the spiritual principles, living those out in your life, no matter what. And allow God to strengthen you to where you can run through your circumstance. If it is that you can, God will guide you. And if it's heavy and you only walk when you trust in God, God will renew your strength that you can walk in the encouragement, the spiritual encouragement and enlightenment of God. And people will show up. Resources will show up to continue to strengthen you and continue to encourage you as you walk through your crisis, which is what we're doing right now as a world. We're walking through this pandemic and God is right there with us. And the more you trust in God, the more you will feel that presence encouraging you as we walk through this. We're going to get to the other side. Don't give up. Don't give up. Trust in God. Let God renew the strength of God in you through the strength of God in you and let God's presence manifest in your life. Thank you, God, for that awareness. Thank you, God, for that truth. Thank you, God, for that knowing. And so it is. And we let it be, God. Amen. Ah, oh, thank you, God. And thank you all for listening and watching and being a part of this experience. Namaste. And now let us move into our giving segment of our worship service. Bringing forth in your mind that which you'd like to give. And by the way, a couple weeks ago when we had our annual meeting, Michael, who's our board president and was reelected to the board and now board president again, um, Mentioned about pledging last year, we started doing the pledging uh, pledging again. And this year we put it on the membership form, but we put it on after some of you have already filled out your forms. So what you can do is you can email Matthew at business manager at unityfh.com your pledge again, email your pledge to Matthew. If you, if you'd like to pledge and you already filled out your membership form, you can send it to Matthew at business manager at unityfh.com and then he will update your our, your records on what and put it on record what you pledge to commit to donate to unity of Farmington Hills you can do it monthly or you can do it on yearly however it is you feel led by God and so as we bring this donation to our mind on what it is we are to give to unity of, Farm, of Farmington Hills as we step into trusting God and testing God and giving righteously let us affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me 
blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And for those of you who are giving online, go to unityfh.com. Click on the donate button on the top of the right-hand side of the page. It'll open up the donate page. You can give through credit card. You can give through PayPal. You can use your debit card. Also, remember to link your smile.amazon account to Unity of Farmington Hills. And then that way, everything you purchase through Amazon, through the smile.amazon, Amazon will donate proceeds to Unity of Farmington Hills. If you're giving through check, you may, give, you may send it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West, 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And however it is that you choose to give, know that I thank you from the bottom of my heart. The board and I both, all, we all thank you from the bottom of our hearts because it is because of you that we are able to pay our bills, take care of our financial obligations, and stay in prosperity in our church do well in our church i love you all and i thank you for the ways that you love each other for the ways that you love our spirit our church and the, for the ways that you love me ha huh. and so now let us uh we're going to have our second special song entitled say amen it'll be led by laurel and then i will be back with our closing prayers i'll see you in a little bit This life is a journey we walk by faith And there will always be the mountains in our way Right here in this moment May our strength be renewed As we recall what God has done And how we've seen Him move If Say amen Anybody here find 
I like that song too. Say amen. Thank you, Laurel, for that beautiful song. Thank you, Nicholas, Michael, Carl, and Lauren for accompanying her. And Lauren, thank you for the beautiful video that you put with the song. It was as usual. All of the songs for today were the perfect songs and so uplifting and inspirational. And I really appreciate it. And I thank you all. Thank you so much to our music team. And so let us go ahead and prepare to go into our virtual prayer circle. So I invite you to take a deep breath with me and gently close your eyes. And just bring forth in your mind the name of the person or persons who you feel may need prayer, who we're praying with. And go ahead and speak them out into our virtual prayer circle. And God, as you hear the names being called out, we acknowledge that we trust you and know that you are manifesting already the highest and greatest good of every single person whose name was called into this prayer circle. And we thank you for that knowing and we thank you for that truth. And we thank you for every single way that you bless, that you answer prayer. Even in the midst of praying, you already have answered the prayer. It is, the, it is so in their lives right now, in the spirit realm. It is, are they already one with that, that they, which their hearts desire? And in your divine order, your divine timing, and in your divine way, it's going to manifest in their life. So we thank you for that. Thank you for everyone who contributed to creating this worship service today. Thank you for everyone who's in attendance right now and those who will be watching later. And thank you, God, for blessing Unity of Farmington Hills and everyone connected to Unity of Farmington Hills. And God, thank you for blessing the world. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, I pray. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. And all really is well. For those of you who are joining me for the uh, Sunday Fellowship Gathering, I'll see you guys in a little bit. For those of you who are not, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and the rest of your week. And I um, know that it has been a pleasure. Again, I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid. And, until, and I would like you all to sing the, uh, join me in closing out by singing the peace song with our music team. So until next time, I'll see you later. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.